Welcome to the Make Me a Marketer show with your host, Landon Pobrin. Welcome back to the show. I am super excited to be here today. We're going to be talking about a really fun topic today. We're going to be talking about finding flow inside of our own unique content strategy. And this is what we're going to be going over today. And one of the biggest things that I've really realized, and I've seen others talk about it, is that we have two primary issues when it comes to creating content for social media as a creator, as a course creator, as a coach. And this is speed and quantity. We, or most of us, we need to create more content and we likely need to create it faster. And what I found with myself personally is that I kind of suck at both. I don't create enough content and I don't create it fast enough. And we kind of really fall into this trap. And this is also where perfectionism can come into play, where we start to judge ourselves for not being able to meet those standards. And then that kind of further exacerbates the problem. So we're going we're gonna to really be kind of diving into the meat of this today and trying to give you some useful strategies to walk away and try and create some more efficiency inside of your own process, give you some ideas and suggestions for various things you can try inside of your own unique process and see how can you potentially improve things yourself and some things to explore. So we're going to talk about kind of the benefits of creating more often versus batching content. We're going to talk about kind of managing your ideas, staying on track with your your system that you create. I'm going to walk through some different tools that you can potentially utilize to streamline your process. And that's pretty much going to be it. So what I want to talk about is there's a lot of talk around quantity versus quality. And I think it's really important to note that when it comes to it, I really think we should shift our focus into quantity. Now, I know that most of you listening, you're not going to just start creating really crappy content. No one's going to just really start putting shit out because we care about what we do. We care about what we're trying to achieve. So I'm fairly confident that if we just simply tried to put out more, it's likely going to resonate more. But the key here is we're not putting out crap. I know that. But we want to put out more so that we can start to nip that perfectionism in the butt, so that we can start to just simply create a little bit more speed inside of our strategies. And one of the beautiful parts about creating more is the more often we create, the more time that we have speaking, the more experience we have doing it, the better we're going to become at our delivery, the better we're going to become at production, the better we're going to become at ideation. And that's really what I want to try and get here. There is this hidden benefit that we're not always taking into consideration when we're talking about just simply trying to pump out more content. So let's talk about the benefits of creating more often versus batching. Now, these are pretty much, there may be some other methodologies that come into play with generating content, but More often than not, we have one strategy, which is we create every single day. When we have an idea, we create it or we dedicate some time in our calendar each day to creation. And that's creating what I would classify as creating more often. The the alternative would be batching your content. So maybe once a week, you sit down and you spend a couple hours and you create a bunch of content that then goes and is posted out through the, the following week. There are people that do this 
in even larger degrees. I know my wife for many years, she actually, not many years, she did this for, I believe for about two years, she would actually create about a quarter's worth of content. I believe she had a social media team that she was working with. She would sit down for about two days. She would plan everything one day. She would spend, you know, four to six or six to eight hours the following day doing a bunch of recording. That would get sent out to her social media team and that would be the content for the following three months. So it can be done in micro, like a week. It could be done in the macro, like a quarter, or we can simply create daily. Now there's pros and cons to both of these. And this is really gonna come down to you and your own unique skills, your own unique wiring, your preferences, but also different seasons. There may be times where one of these is working and there may be times where the alternative may be more efficient for where you're at in your own you know, life situation or business situation. For me personally, I actually prefer creating more often. Now, I want to share my own unique experience and kind of take from it what you will and see if this sparks any ideas for yourself. For me personally, I like to, I have a ton of ideas. So I might wake up in the morning, have an idea. I might have a couple ideas while I'm at the gym. I might go for a walk and have an idea. My ideas kind of come to me at the most random times. But what I find is I start to write all of these ideas down, but I never come back to them to actually create it. And when I do have time scheduled aside for creation and I look at my ideas, the, the headline or the couple notes that I made don't resonate. It doesn't land with me. How strong that message and feeling was to create that piece of content isn't there. And when I do try and create it, it seems extremely forced. So that's why with where I'm presently at, I have actually started to shift more into a create more often. And actually I'm trying to really leverage speed even more because even though I'm creating every single day right now, I'm creating about you know two, vid two videos every single day, I'm finding I still have ideas that are dying. I still have ideas that aren't being created. So this is gonna come down to your own unique flow. You might be incredibly busy and not be able to dedicate that time every single day. And I totally get it. I can completely relate to that where batching may be more beneficial for you. However, if you struggle with batching content, if you struggle with being able to get into a creative flow for that length of time, if you struggle to come up with all of those ideas and produce, and you prefer to kind of create on the fly, document what you're doing, you know, you have a post and you just kind of, you create it, you, you shoot that out on social media, you gotta find and potentially experiment to find your own unique you know, content strategy, your own unique way of doing things. Everything out there is just people teaching what has worked for them, has worked for their students. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. It's things you're going to have to try on for size. And like I was saying, kind of as we start to go into how do we like manage our ideas? How do we stay on track and, and maintain consistency? When, when I get really busy, I, I do not create content. So I don't know if you can agree if you've been in this type of situation before, but when I'm busy, the last thing I want to do is create content. So even in my creating every day, one of the way that I manage my ideas is I might try and create a little extra, a little bank. So I have things to pull on 
in those circumstances where I don't have time to create or I get a little bit too busy or this past week was um, I was away for Christmas and, and New Year's. So I had, you know, five posts that I just posted one up every single day that I had created in advance that following week because I knew. So I kind of, I create every day, but I do tend to create a little bit of almost batching as like a backup, the batching backup. And that's kind of the, what I found to work best with me. But what I do recommend is really trying to find your best way to document these ideas as they come to you as creative individuals we're going to see a lot of information and inspiration and ideation on a daily basis. So as you have an idea, whatever you find to be best for you, whether it's writing them down on a sticky note, opening up Evernote and jotting them down in a file, doing voice notes on your phone, when you have an idea, make a note of it. So whenever, if it's later that day or if it's when you batch your content, you have an idea of what you're doing. Also, starting to, how can we start to turn these into actionable tasks? How can we start to reduce the time from ideation to execution if we find that we don't like to create them at a later date or we find that ideas start to die? So that's something that in, when I go into the tools to streamline our process, that's something that I've really started to leverage various tools to kind of amplify this and really start to allow me to execute more effectively and more efficiency. So let's, let's, let's dig into these tools because this is kind of what I've really, really enjoyed playing around with lately. And I hope that you're able to, to pull something away from this. So the primary tool that I use for creating is Descript. So I do a lot of video content right now, presently, I do a lot of video content and podcasting. For podcasting, I use a tool called Audacity, which is free. It records audio. This podcast I'm recording because I want to start putting my podcast out on YouTube. So I'm actually recording it using Descript. Now, Descript is a tool that allows for really simple video editing. It isn't free. They do have a free version, but they're watermarked. It's not too expensive. I believe it's $15 or $20 US a month. And this is a tool that allows you to just kind of like drag and just like if you delete text, it deletes the video portion of it. If you delete the video, it deletes the text because it transcribes your videos for you. You can add captions. You can add additional arrows and pictures and other things to your video. So it allows for fairly easy video editing. Has a very low learning curve. I think I spent a couple hours playing around with it watched some YouTube videos and I was totally good to get started. And I just started messy. I just, I just started creating. I just started posting. Done is, is always better than not getting and not getting it out there. So imperfect is always better than not being able to produce it. So Descript is one of the tools that I highly recommend, but there is a, a downside to it being on my computer. Now, the fact that Descript is on my computer means that if I am away from my computer, then I'm unable to edit a video. For example, I was away at Christmas, I didn't bring my laptop with me, and if I would have created a video, I wouldn't have been able to edit it because my editing software is on my computer. So I've actually started the transition into finding some tools that I can actually load up on my mobile phone, on my iPhone, 
to just simply decrease that, that time gap. I wanna increase the speed of execution. So the more tools I have in my tool belt to be able to expedite that process of creation, the better. So there is a tool called CapCut, which is free. This tool, you can do video editing. You can, you know, if, you know, for example, if I were to pause for a minute or if I were to stumble on my words and want to, to retake something, I could delete that through that app. You can add captions. You can add titles across the top of a video using CapCut. There's also an app called Captions. This one is not free, but it does very similar editing to Descript, but it's just on your phone. And if you are going to be able to create faster, more efficiently, find more of a flow by being able to do it from your phone, then absolutely, we want to start to find tools that mold to your own unique flow strategy, your own system. And you need to try and find the ones that work best for you. And these are some of the ones that I've been playing around with personally. Now, these are really great for editing video. But we know that when it comes to social media, we also have a lot of text and image-based things. One reason that I like Twitter is that, well, you do images now, but it's very text-based. However, Instagram, most things, it's you're not just posting text, you're posting an image that has text on it, and then you might have a caption that's elaborating or has something in it. So Canva is definitely going to be your absolute best friend. It is free. They have paid plans that give you access to more templates, but the the templates that Canva has created over the years is incredible. I remember using Canva in you know, 2016, and it was not something I really liked. I didn't use it a whole ton back then because the library of templates was not as robust as it is now. However, the, the depth of templates that you can get from Facebook posts, Instagram posts, YouTube channel covers to different ad formats, to different carousel formats, if you want to create a graphic to showcase your podcast. There is thousands of templates and designs that you can use. And this is incredibly beneficial when it comes to creating efficiency inside of your strategy, because now you don't have to worry about trying to putz around in some software. You don't need to worry about hiring a designer or going to Fiverr to try and find somebody to design everything for you. You can create a curated list of your, your top templates and you can quickly produce these things. So when you have an idea, you can just simply open up Canva and create it. And what's beautiful about Canva is you can use it both on the computer or on your phone. So it doesn't matter where you are, you're always able to create these things. Now, another tool that I really, really do enjoy is simply digging into the native features inside of the apps. So what's beautiful about YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, and TikTok is they've really tried to make this creator, this term, as easy and as simple as possible. So they're starting to build templates and features inside of these apps to make it even easier for you to create content. And right now, as it stands, and this may change in the future, the green screen feature is one of my favorite tools inside of Instagram, and I believe... They have it on YouTube. They might have it on TikTok as well, where I can just take like a screenshot, put it behind me, 
and I can talk. So this is really good because sometimes I'm in really shitty lighting and to create a video, it would just look really bad or I might be like laying on my bed, but this green screen feature allows me to create content in literally any situation. It also allows me to piggyback off other people's content. So I did a post around, you know, Facebook or Meta finally released the ability to schedule Instagram posts. Well, I just used that screenshot. I did a little talk about how, you know, being able to schedule Instagram posts is going to be really great for people that are batching content. And that was a piece of content for me. It's in line with the message I'm trying to portray around simple and effective marketing strategies to help creators share their message. It is reaching my ideal client, but I didn't have to come up with that idea myself. I saw the article, I took a screenshot, and then I just riffed on it. It was like 15 seconds. It was a good piece of content, got hundreds of views. So we can start to utilize these tools that are built into these apps already. So take some time and actually review these tools and see, is there different things inside of there that you didn't actually know about that you can leverage inside of your content strategy? And lastly, I would say that um, AI and chat GPT, which is free, is going to be an incredibly beneficial tool. Inside of 30 to 40 minutes, you could create as many pieces of content as humanly possible. So with this podcast, I'm recording it using Descript. So it is actually transcribing it as I'm talking right now. I can then take this and I actually did this. So I'll, I'll walk through first before I get too far ahead of myself, what I did for this episode. I actually had emailed myself some rough notes on, you know, finding flow inside your content strategy. I copied that into ChatGPT. I said, please write me a podcast outline for a 30 minute episode based on this content. And it created like four sections, introduction, the benefits of creating more often, five to seven minutes. And it gave me some bullet points. Managing ideas and staying on track, seven to eight minutes, and it gave me some bullet points. Utilizing the tools to streamline your process, seven to eight minutes. This is actually what I'm reading off of right now as I'm recording. And then I said, create me 15 headlines that are SEO like optimized. And then it banged out. It gave me 15 headlines, and that's how I actually came up with the headline for this show. Now, I'm going to take that. I'm going to use the same description, or I'm going to just copy in the, the podcast transcription, and I'm going to say... Write me five Instagram posts. Write me a 750-word blog post. Write me, you know, four Facebook ads. Like, I can literally go on nonstop. I can generate, I'll use this to generate my podcast show notes. I'll use this to generate the, the, the description that I'm going to use to post on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm going to use it for the description of the video that I'm going to post alongside this with on YouTube we can utilize these almost as our own virtual assistant. So when it comes to creating video content, we have all of these tools to streamline our ability to create. When it comes to creating written content, as long as we have the idea or we have recorded a video or audio, we can use ChatGPT to create all of the text content for us. Now, it might require some adjusting some modifications, some tweaking of it a little bit. We might need to try a few different prompts to get it right, but it can drastically streamline that process for you. I highly, highly recommend you check it out because like inside of like, you know, 30 minutes, you can create 
a, a plethora uh, of ammunition. And if you're in a position where you have a team or you have a virtual assistant or you have a designer, you can create all of that content very quickly without having to hire a copywriter or spend hours writing it and then just send that over to your VA or your designer and they can create all of those graphics for you. And this is beautiful. So for me personally right now, in, in about 30 minutes, I can set my timer, I can record two to three videos, I can upload them to Descript, I can edit them, add transcriptions, upload those, and I can get those posted and scheduled or post them as it kind of the day goes on, usually like once in the afternoon, once in the evening, and in, in about 30 minutes. And I'm really happy with that. I usually try and record an extra so I have it banked if I want to get an extra episode out. And then from there, you really want to just start to analyze the data. What's the data telling you? What, what is working? What isn't working? Something I've noticed. This is a definite sidebar, but I've really noticed that the content that does well on Instagram versus what does well on TikTok versus what does well on YouTube shorts is completely different. And as of recording this, I'm actually getting a, probably more, maybe twice as many views when I'm posting to my reels to Facebook. I'm getting twice as many views, three times as many views on Facebook as I am on, on Instagram. Now this may change, but it's we what is hitting on each of those individual platforms is completely different. I have one that hit over 175,000 views on TikTok. I don't even think I got 200 on Instagram. So keep that in mind and splinter off and create variations and go deeper with the content that is performing. Know that if we have multiple channels, let's execute it on all of those channels. We never know where it's going to catch, where it's going to hit. So kind of in conclusion, I, I really hope that this has given you some, some food for thought because if we're trying to work on speed and we're trying to work on quantity on both of those things, we can start to create a little bit more efficiency inside of our own unique creation process and trying to utilize some tools and some AI to allow us to create more and to create more faster. If we can get more out there, we're going to be able to have more experience and get and just kind of like sharpening the sword, refining our skill sets, you know, being able to improve our message, gain more confidence with speaking, but we can also, we're getting more opportunities to see what is resonating with people, what the algorithm is picking up on and showing to more people. The more content that we have out there, the more opportunities we have to attract people towards us. It's simple math. If I post seven and one of those seven goes viral, if I post 70, my odds of having something do the same thing are a lot higher. Now, I really encourage you to really experiment with your own unique process. Does it work better for you to create daily? Does it work better for you to batch your content? Do you have a team? Are you doing it all yourself? Experimenting with these things, kind of distilling down your own unique strengths, your own unique weaknesses or areas that could use improvement and trying to just experiment, try stuff on for size, see what works, see what doesn't work. If you do something and it feels gross and uncomfortable, that's very valuable. Now we know what to work from and what we can improve. So try, go back, utilize some of these tools. We've got Descript, we've got Canva, CapCut, Captions, Virtual Assistants, ChatGPT, a ton of tools that we have at our disposal when it comes to creating efficiency inside of our content strategy. 
What I didn't talk about today was creating a content calendar. And the reason I didn't talk about creating a content calendar is because if I'm really trying to focus on just creating more, it's great if we have these pre-existing ideas. And if you go to YouTube or Google or TikTok, Instagram, and just search social media content calendar, you're going to have more content ideas and calendars being thrown at you than I could ever provide you. Even just go to ChatGPT and type in, please give me a seven-day content calendar for a fitness company or a nutrition company or a weight loss business. It'll provide one for you. Like It's so incredibly easy. What I want you to focus on is speaking your truth, to not overcomplicate what you're creating, but just focus on creating. If this message is resonating with you, if you have a desire to share it, you have a desire and you think this is going to land with people and benefit them, just create it. Focus on optimizing the exact type of content you're creating afterwards. Focus on building the habit and building the routine first. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I appreciate every person that spends even a minute listening to this podcast. I hold every one of you near and dear to my heart. If you enjoyed the show, please share, please comment, please subscribe on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And please, I would love to hear your own unique experiences, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. If there's tools that you're using that I don't know about that I could possibly learn from, please send me a DM on Instagram at Landon Pobrin. And thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.